In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that's thrown away its normal, usual, well-scripted, and very tight format for whatever fresh, improv hell this is. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Howie Blues in the flesh. I'm doing fan freaking tastic. Look who I drug out of the dirt. <laughs> Pulled him off the side of the road. Rude boy Kyle, welcome to the show. I am here. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Good. It's, gr- it's great to be here, and uh, it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to the show. <laughs> Glad one of us is. Howie Blues, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> Well, I, I'm here. Let, let's just put it that. And I've been awake since 3.30 this morning, and I've done a lot of traveling today, and I dealt with a cranky toddler, so I'm here, and we'll just call that a victory. Glad. I'm I, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that Rude Boy's here, and I'm glad that he's excited to be on this Small show. Small miracles. So <clears throat> we're, we're ready to go. So uh, the big question that I have for you is not are you ready, because we're ready. The question is, what's on tap? Howie Blues. Oh, you're throwing it to me. Okay. It's a nice softball toss. You saw yeah. that that Rude Boy had a pregame drink. It's kind of like his uh, sacrificial pregame that he just happened to pick up today. It's uh, What is it? Go ahead. And, uh, this is the uh, Topo Chico hard seltzer spiked sparkling water. Uh, tangy lemon lime version. Two grams of sugar, 100 calories, and 4.7 percent. Better alcohol. Better show that to the to the folks at at home or on the road, in case they want some static water flavored with a hint of lemon. Uh, sorry, <laughs> lemon lime. Sorry. Lemon. <laughs> There's a lemon so and a lime. Got, that you got more sitting. than just one flavor in there, but it is. Uh, a little more well-rounded, not as carbonated as the typical uh, mm. seltzer, but it's uh, good in the can, out of the fridge, or over ice. Ice. Yeah. So, um, how blues? Well, before it, you were rudely interrupted by you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> So, so, and here's the thing, we all have the same drink, uh, because uh, I happened to pick up a couple of things and thought it would be uh, fun to share. So, our first drink this evening is a uh, classic Moscow Mule by Mule 2.0 out of La Crosse, Wisconsin. Um, 8% alcohol by volume. I just showed that to Rude Boy. I was like, 8%, and uh, he went, oh! So it's mm-hmm. gonna be a gonna be a toasty drink. Yep, and uh, it is certified gluten free. That matters to anybody. 
but it's the authentic flavor of the 1941 Moscow Mule. So it contains alcohol. So that's that's a stretch. That is what matters. The, f- the fact that they had to put it on the can. Like, did somebody pick these up and like, oh, is there alcohol? Uh, oh, Howie Blues. Did you notice right above the recycling icon and the certified gluten-free icon on the side and the barcode that it is a product with aluminum of the Ball Corporation? A proud sponsor of your Colorado Avalanche. I did, but you know that's kind of your shtick, so I wasn't oh. going to steal it. <laughs> Thank you. Got to have and it's, small uh, victories in this life. I like it's. It says established now. Yeah, unless uh, that's a- NOW is uh, uh, Roman numerals for something I'm not aware of. But yeah. <laughs> what's no. the Roman numeral for N? <laughs> <laughs> Established N O W. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. the authentic flavor of 1941, but we just started now. Okay, that sounds like a good note to I'm start at, tasting it. it. <laughs> I was gonna say these were cheap, so. Uh oh. <laughs> How cheap were they? Howie, Howie Blues over there bringing us the beverages. So this round. On tap, brought to you by Howie Blues. Thank you very much for sharing cheers. these. <clears throat> uh, cheers. And, and of course, as we did, the, the old cheers to you. And if you want to sponsor a round or a what's on tap, just visit us at beerbluesbs.com. Right there on the homepage, you can buy us a beer or a round. Depends on how many beverages you'd like to uh, sponsor on the show. And you get your name. Right here on the bottom of the uh, screen, if you're watching the video version, and we'll throw out your name too for everybody listening in the audio version. So, what do you think? What do you, you smelled it there? What what uh, kind of notes do you smell? Uh, I definitely get the uh, the ginger mm-hmm. on the first sniff. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I do. I'm a I'm a big fan of ginger, whether it be in food or drinks and. Uh, I like the the first whiff of it, even though people don't typically smell things out of cans. It it makes me want to taste it. So here we go. It's crisp. Mm-hmm. I like it. I taste the uh, the hints of lime in there, and then of course the ginger notes, and uh, it is pretty stiff. With the eight uh, yep. percent alcohol per volume. Oh, yeah. the, what is this? A twelve? No, three hundred fifty-five milliliter. Hmm. I'd say for a pre-made cocktail out of a can, I'd say that's uh, right up there with one of the best ones I've had. It's a solid four, at least four to five. Yeah, it's it's enjoyable. So. I give it a 4.3. Oh. High praise from the Rude Boy. Yeah, because I'm a big fan of ginger, so the the more crisp and snap a, a, a mule has, the better. Hmm. What do you think there, Howie Blues? Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm enjoying it, which uh, makes me glad that I have one more of these uh, here in my beer fridge. So, mm. you know. Yeah, what he didn't tell you, and, and I I did not tell you either, rude boy, is that uh, 
Howie Blues so generously gave each of us one flavor to try. So we have another one that'll be coming up later. Uh, what's on tap times two. Excellent. But uh, he has the other two because they both came in four packs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I quote from the other day, he said, yeah, they both came in four packs. So if these suck, I spread them out so I didn't have to drink all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pro move. It is a pro move. <laughs> you guys can Especially- have that one for free. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, and we'll see. You never know. My dad might get adventurous and drink it out of my fridge, and then we'll get a real good review. (laughs) His reviews are always what you really think. Yeah, his his reviews are always interesting because we're like, oh, he's gonna hate this one. It's like, that's all right. That's not too bad. I could drink another one of those. You're like, what is wrong with you? You like drinking lake water? I, that was well, was that not one of the beers, Lake Water or like Hidden Lake beer or something? It was like a thirty pack. Lost he was Lake. Okay, drinking those. Lost Lake. See, it's water lake. It came out of the lake. It it had the strength and consistency of Lake Water. Yeah, Lost Lake. I might remember that at some point in the next I don't know fifty years. But then again, it's more. More humorous, I think, to just, yeah, that one beer that came up the lake. <laughs> and then Howie Blues, Lost Lake. Yep, that one. Forgotten Lake. Yeah, should have been forgotten. <laughs> Left on the truck instead of <laughs> delivered, but we digress. Mm-hmm. Howie Blues over there painting away again. He's getting getting the paint ready to paint, I guess. Looks like it. Yep. What are you making tonight? Uh- uh, right now I got a bunch of boxes and barrels. I, I went with just kind of easy stuff tonight. Mm. I, I, I had thought about Kidder painting something a little bit bigger because the things I have been painting have been little tiny things and they don't show up real well on the camera. But when I looked at the thing I wanted to paint, the amount of prep work I'd have to do, it's like, I'm not going to get that done in time for the show. So... I decided to just settle for some boxes, barrels, things that, mm. eh, simple details and such. So, do we get we'll to hear a stiff, stiff round of you singing "Roll Out the Barrel" by the end of the show? Probably not. No, Probably oh, man. Not. We were looking forward to it. Man, that's a good song. We back in the old UND days. Uh, as as both of you know, but I don't know if the audience knows, is that I was in the UND Pride of the North marching band for the first year of uh, our college tour of duty. <clears throat> so the final song that the band would always play before packing it up and hitting the road from the Ralph was Roll Out the Barrel. And we always made it as stupidly ridiculous as we could the longer the song went on so by halfway through the song as they counted us down to start we would be about two or three times that speed by midway through the song so they roll out the barrel roll out the barrel just, just a train wreck <laughs> and then everybody was playing the loudest they could because it was the last song that we would play of the night so it didn't really matter so you'd blow out your lungs or Start smashing the drums. I think I broke a drum head on one of those 
at one one point, but yeah. uh, just banging away, rolling out the barrel. Yeah. Well, going to uh, several of the Iowa State football uh, <laughs> games up in Ames. Um, we have a good friend that is played in the band for the football team for four years and will play for his fifth season coming up before he graduates. Um, apparently he says that that's one of their uh, not so favorite songs to play, but I always enjoy hearing it and they always put on a good show, but uh, it's something that uh, there's, there's no bad song out of the Iowa state university varsity football marching band hmm. uh, that I've ever heard. So they, they put on an excellent show and I'm sporting their colors tonight. So kudos yeah. to them for, for liking their favorite songs and putting on a good show, even though they don't like playing uh, certain songs that the crowd might enjoy. So, you know, you're in the maroon and gold. We'll let you out of the show. Cardinal and gold. Cardinal. Yes. Cardinal. Not, not the gopher. Not quite right. maroon. <clears throat> Just depends on the lighting, I guess. It's also good that you don't show up at the uh, the events and then you hear, and you're like, what are they trying to play? <laughs> yeah. And please stop. Yeah. Howie Blues remembers uh, that from uh, the old band days, being a trumpeteer. Mm -hmm. You heard some of those good... What? Why are you raising an eyebrow at that? I'm, just waiting, to see where you, I'm just waiting to see where you go with this. Oh, well, I'm just saying that, you know, over your years of playing a trumpet, you heard probably more than your fair share of people who can't play. And they give it the. <laughs> uh, you know, I probably have, but I probably really haven't cared. I blocked them out. That's that's a true professional right there. That is a professional. The show must go on. Goes on. Yep. I will say that uh, we happen to be at uh, another school in North Dakota, and the uh, quote unquote jazz band came out to uh, entertain. It wasn't yep. the music that was entertaining. The other school's jazz band? It was, uh, no, it was that district school but, uh, oh, jazz okay. band. Yeah. But they're trying. I'll mm -hmm. give them that. They're, they're trying. Yeah. You, I, I believe yeah, you, you were on the group conversation of uh, <laughs> some audio listening. I had, yeah. to, I had to share the audio pleasure that I was experiencing with Rude Boy and Brother Nico because there there was a little bit of going on. Yeah, so. well, it's it's interesting you mentioned that because <laughs> I've uh, I happened to stumble upon uh, YouTube videos of um, other countries playing, like if they're having a uh, head of state from a different country show up and they they're at the airport and they're watching uh, uh, Dignitary come off the plane. They're playing that country's national anthem. And uh, there happened to be some 
instance where um, the leader of Russia showed up to Egypt and the Egypt army orchestra put on their best effort to play the Russian national anthem. And at uh, some some places around the world, just certain melodies, certain sounds, certain notes just don't resonate. And uh, even though they they sound like they're putting on an effort, it it just sounds horrendous <laughs> compared to that nation's. Sure. Like you, you hear people uh, familiar playing, right? So, someone from Russia playing, or the Russian army playing the Russian national anthem <laughs> for. Uh, for whatever the president, so it's it's something that uh, it's it's interesting to see that yeah, it's a, a completely different country, a different culture, but you don't know really if they're doing it on purpose or if they're just uh, sounding terrible <laughs> just to sound terrible. Or uh, uh, it's it's entertaining. So if you a quick Google search of the Egypt mm. Army Orchestra, and you can kind of see some videos that you hear the national anthem of Russia or the United <clears throat> States or other countries, and you see the the leader's reaction to that, and it's just kind of like a Uh-oh. little furrowed eyebrow. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. thank you for having me <laughs> type of reaction. I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably wouldn't if showed up in one of those countries and you hear... <laughs> Like, a little off me. key, a little off beat. Let's, uh, I can get back on the plane. We could try this again. <laughs> <laughs> Re-rack it. Right. Try it, try it again. Take two. But uh, I, everybody at the cameras, just hit stop. We're gonna we're gonna roll this one again. <laughs> Delete that recording. Just, just try it. You know, it's funny that you bring up the other statesmen, uh, countries welcoming other people, mm-hmm. because it's. Uh, I was uh, made aware of this earlier this week. And, and if I remember the countries correctly, it's uh, India and Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And every day they have a border crossing gate opening ceremony because mm-hmm. they close the gates at whatever time in the night. And then in the morning they open it up and it's this big to do. And there, there's videos on the internet of it and they look ridiculous doing this ceremony because the army officers doing this ceremony have this like plume Mm -hmm. and it's both countries and they do this like fast chicken walk and then they're doing this it's super bizarre but again you watch this whole ceremony that's 10 minutes long, 15 minutes long, and both countries are doing it. They walk and they open, and it's this big to-do every day, and they open the gates, and everybody cheers. And Hundreds of people watch this every day. Mm. And uh, it's, it's just bizarre to watch because yeah. we're not used to that sort of pageantry around here, especially for something of like opening a gate, a border crossing. Yeah. I mean, you've traveled a couple of states to be here, and uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the only thing you agreed with was high gas prices. Yeah. (laughs) How high are the gas prices? Let's take that picture of Snoop Dogg. That's (laughs) (laughs) they're getting ridiculous, ridiculous. But 
Uh, we we made it down here, thankfully. Yeah. <clears throat> put uh, put the old petrol into the triple B cruiser. Made it down here. Set the cruise under ninety and <laughs> keep her between the ditches. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> so, thanks for hosting the triple B. Yeah. I'm glad uh, glad we can make this happen. Howie and Blues didn't want to ride in the trunk. I don't know cheers, why. Cheers to the, <laughs> to the drinks there, Howie. He just shakes his head. It's like, <laughs> why would you want me to ride in the trunk? Okay, you can ride in the in this regular seats inside, but I figured we might have to kidnap you. You get bring no you down seat here. heat in the back. No I, seat. I just like how you say that. Like It was like somehow offered for me to be along on this trip. And like I said, no. <laughs> just, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm going you're, to you're Iowa. You're always welcome anytime, okay. whether or not Mark is here. So <laughs> you are welcome, and I'll bring your dead ass down here. <laughs> I I know it's just always funny because like the last time that you were down there, Kidder was always like, "Oh yeah, and Howie Blues didn't come." It's like Howie Blues wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> There's a standing invitation for you to come you, on you a road trip anytime. And is he that he that yeah. at yeah, the well, the Casa de Kyle? You are always welcome. I I get there that part. What I'm saying though is you can't go like a week before and go. Yeah, we're going to Iowa. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I got kids. More, man. More one it takes a little bit more planning for me to get out of the house. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, uh, tomorrow we, we, we wish leaving. you were here. <laughs> the, accidental quotation marks like i don't think you mean what you're saying like no it's fine (laughs) (laughs) just throw random quotations congratulations on your baby congratulations on your baby (laughs) (laughs) put them them anywhere in that in that sentence and that's gonna be like what are you saying something taken and very out of context congratulations you really mean what you're saying (laughs) for your baby baby yeah well, had I known that, I would have told you at least uh, a week and a half ago. <laughs> then it would have made it all better. <laughs> Here's okay. Is a year enough notice? Howie Blues. Probably what do you not. Say? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> so, so Rude Boy yeah. says next year, this date. They're going to be in the North Dakota lands. So either that or traveling towards. I'm doing my best. So they're going to do it. Do does what he can does, and uh, they're going to do what they can do to get up I, to our California way. <laughs> Iowa English at its best. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't go to the <laughs> Iowa public school system. This guy doesn't, and neither did I. <laughs> I'm captive. I'm not native. <laughs> like, a, like a cactus that's grown, grown in the fertile lands of the plains of North Dakota. <laughs> Invasive species. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far and say that you're like a... Like it's a, not like I'm here out of malice. But. Yeah. He's one of those uh, muscles or whatever they are that stick to the bottom of your boat when you go to lake. To lake. <laughs> Zebra muscles? Yes. Yeah, one of, one of those. Check your boat for your muscles. Check your boat and check it off. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go with uh, an invasive species, at least go with, like, the flying Asian carp, you know? 
because there's nothing better than those videos of people driving their boats down those rivers and like the fish flying up and hitting people. Those are always a good time. Or the uh, Asian beetle that's destroyed all of our ash trees. <clears throat> but ash to ash, dust to dust, fade, fade to black. black. <laughs> Wait, which button was that? <laughs> the memory remains. The Howard remains. Yes. I just now like that probably some poor person's going to actually think that that Metallica song is about the plight of the ash tree. <laughs> it could be. The funny thing. Maybe about Metallica this, was yeah. decades ahead of their time. They predicted the ash borer beetle. Mm -hmm. That and uh, the, the dying of the mountain ash tree at Kidder's residence. They were only 25 years early. <laughs> with the roof. <laughs> Give it time. Some, some environmentalist group will eventually catch on to that, and they'll mm -hmm. use that song in an ad. <laughs> and and we're gonna get quoted in some court cases being <laughs> quoting facts. The catalyst to the movement. Quoting facts about Metallica. And, Back in 1991, James Hetfield and Metallica and Lars Ulrich wrote some lyrics. And and these these kind gentlemen on the. The podcast that we found in 2022. This 2022, this astounding <laughs> piece of literature we found, the beer blues and the B, comma, period, S, period, comma, podcast. Self-claimed arborists. I don't know why the extra punct punctuation was needed in there, but it, it was there. I must have you both know, because I don't even know if Howard knows. With the tree planting, it's been uh, over a week already. The trees have been in the ground, so they're hopefully doing their best thing. But <clears throat> they are in the lilac tree family. So, no, I'm not going to run it over the damn lilac bush. But <clears throat> too high to mow. It's a lilac. I could get it low enough to mow over, trust me, if I wanted to. Get that son of a bitch trimmed up with a good old mowing haircut. We could make that happen, but the old hind tight cut. Since I had to pay for him, I'm not going to do it. And in my defense, with the lilac bush story that li lives on and lives on, the bush that I found with the bottom of the mower is twice the size of the one that I didn't. So I'm just throwing that out there. Trim your bushes and trim them often. They will regrow sometimes. 80% of the time it works every time. 70%, I guess. Yeah. 70%. You're just giving giving more credence to our, our ash borer theory. Yeah. Because you, you, you say that you can mow down a lilac bush and it regrows. <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah. I think so. I think so. Big, These guys know what they're talking about. Better. This guy's got the green thumb and the purple thumb. <laughs> and and whatever Howard, what what color are you painting with? That that what what do you got over there? Uh I just poured in uh some ginger cookie, actually. Ooh. Paint so color I have. Thumb. Yeah, I, I have like a bunch of these. Uh Reaper miniatures every year at Christmas they give away promo colors and so They've done like ginger cookie for the last few years. So I got like a ton of these. I also have like a ton of like breast cancer awareness pink because they do that in October. 
So I bet that tastes good on Christmas cookies. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Bro, I wouldn't recommend it. You shouldn't lick your paint. Um, <laughs> even though it's non-toxic, I still wouldn't do it. <laughs> and just because it says it on the label doesn't mean uh, translates to real life. Yeah. So. <laughs> gross. Bless you. That was that was really gross. Thank you. <laughs> This being in the outdoors and in in the elements, I mean, look look at these dangling lights that grow naturally on this tree. Yeah, look look at this. We're talking about trees, about tree fitty right there. Yeah, I'd say it's about uh, forty fifty dollars worth of uh, LEDs right there. I'm uh, I'm always happy about an LED investment. Let me mm -hmm. tell you, low voltage. At its finest. Mm -hmm. Low voltage, high output, high octane. Speaking of that, it's not terrestrial radio. It's satellite radio. This guy got to hear some octane today for the first time in forever. Uh, many months. You realize so. why he... Stop listening in the first place. <laughs> well, I, I've I've known the reason for years, but uh, I mean, it's I mean, bands are going to produce music that they think is going to capture the audience at the time, and current rock music is. Uh, eh, I I prefer something that's five to 15, 20 years old versus the newest stuff. So, I don't know. <clears throat> the interesting thing about it, as we talked about, it was... <laughs> and then you switch over to another, another track and... Yeah, there's... I mean, it's not like every genre or every time period is going to produce nothing but classics, but... Uh, there's, it's, it's something that if you have to switch off the station more than you stay on the station, then, uh, you're just not going to listen to it anymore. And if, if Octane's going to play Mickey Mouse Zoomer Rock, then all the more to him and I just won't listen. So it's, it's the way she goes. What was the funny thing earlier is how, uh. We were listening to uh, the Spotify, and I don't know what you're laughing at oh. specifically, but well, it was just the the timing of me <clears throat> complaining about uh, Turbo playing uh, almost kind of like an hourly s sequence of Corn, Rob Zombie, uh, whatever else that kind of fits into that that niche Halloween rock. I like to call it. Uh, so it's like something I, I don't care for, it, and then I'll switch to, to Octane, which is just one channel higher in my presets in my car, and they're playing something that I have never heard before and don't really care to listen to again. So it's kind of like I'll just switch to the classic uh, terrestrial FM radio. <sighs> it's a sin on this e show. Either that... Either that or uh, just turn off the radio and enjoy the silence of the, the sounds of the road. The radio. 
what what I was laughing at was the wait a minute, my girl, my boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, coming yeah. on. Yeah. And then you have that song. Which, I remember the day that song came out, and I sent that to mm-hmm. you and Nico. The uh, the piano player on that, <laughs> just going to town. Piano and the sax. Yep, you get the sultry sax in there, and that playing on octane. And then the next song. And then after the song is done, then he has, Hey, hey, Jose, Metal Bastard Maggot here. I'm going to tell you about this 20 things right here for the next five minutes. I could be playing a song here, but I'm just going to keep talking because this is the best thing that I got going for me is talking to you, brother. My thing is just crazy thing. This is absolutely crazy. I mean, well, smoke mm-hmm. some marijuana and I'm going to drink some tequila, you know, because we're talking about this and that and that thing. And then, I, you know what? I, rude boy, I was down there and I was drinking some tequila with the dudes, those these cool bros from this band. This, I was drinking, blah, blah, blah. Boop. Did you, did you get a, yeah, well, yeah, that's, it's, <laughs> it's something that sometimes the stories take uh, too long to develop and have no substance behind them. So it's, uh, yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, maybe maybe we can start uh, throwing together a a playlist of tunes to to go along with the show. Just to, mm-hmm. after the fact, <clears throat> maybe something that kind of encapsulates whether it be ten, fifteen minutes worth of songs, or a half hour, or an hour that tells the story of of what our our time on the show felt like, or uh, what what you wanted the feature? I don't know. <clears throat> idea. I see that going like one of two ways. <laughs> I mean, it's everybody's a collaborator, and we're we're all we're all part of the show. And mm. if you want to throw a song in or two, it can get vetoed. Maybe <clears throat> you can get one veto, and you can say you throw in three, four songs, and I don't know, make don't it know. interesting. <clears throat> I was just thinking of, you know, going back in time mm-hmm. to my old radio days sure. when, again, rated number one per capita in the country for my time slot for two and a half years, which means that not only could I have a good show, but I was better than everybody else in the country for active rock in the three to seven afternoon time slot. You knew your audience, and uh, I just like it was, good it was, music. It was good music, just like good music. Yeah. Well, people listened and tuned in, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was one of those people. So it's true, and that was great because you didn't even count in the metric of listening because it was just the online listenership. You didn't get the little uh, they, they call them diaries, mm-hmm. where you get the uh, the diary, and then you got to put uh, from uh, three to four o'clock p.m. I listened to. This radio station and and then um, yeah, Mark Kidder was on there. He was pretty good. <clears throat> Things like that. Uh, I miss those days. Decidedly of, better than average. <laughs> you know, we're we're really shooting for just above average. So I mean, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel here for talent. And this guy, well, he's got something, something better than zero. Something. Don't know what it yeah. is, but it's something. Yeah. It's something. 
So that's the funny thing. Every time I tune in, whether it's turbo or octane mm -hmm. or lithium or even uh, BPM or 90s on 9, right? You hear the random people. And I go, what would I do in this instance? Because I understand the playlist works the same sort of way that it worked when I worked in radio, mm -hmm. where it's still programmed out. You still have to play the same garbage every hour and a half. But <clears throat> how could I do it differently? Well, not play it every hour and a half so that you hear yeah. the same garbage yeah. and, and not play the Mickey Mouse music. Mm -hmm. But also in between songs, give me something. Hey, I, I hung out with this band over the weekend, and man, they they didn't tell me anything about anything, but I hung out with them, and so that was cool. Or you'd, you'd reach <clears> out and see how the, the beat truckers were, were doing during their harvest. Beating off. So you'd get them to call in. We're a few months away from beat off 2022, but you yeah. know what? Started early and started often, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but when it, when it comes down to it, and I, I don't think you have seen it yet, but the episode that uh, I had with Clinton Kinnanen from another lost year, that is the quintessential element of radio. <clears throat> Sitting down, talking with somebody, having a good time, making that human connection. Sure. But then we're also you know, learning about uh, what they're doing. Yeah. Because, you know, your favorite band, insert whichever band, right? Mm -hmm. And I happen to talk to them, like Sully Erna. I interviewed Sully from Godsmack. Mm -hmm. Sully, you're coming to town. Have you been to Bismarck before? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, man, this is the first time I've made it out that way, and we're really excited to play in Bismarck. All right. You know, a couple things that we like around here, maybe the, the hunting, fishing, outdoors aspect, but we have some good restaurants. What kind of food do you like when tea when you're on the road? Yeah. Oh, I've never been asked that before. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like tie tie yourself into them. They're people. Oh yeah. Especially if you're sharing the, the love of music, you you at least have some memory of enjoying uh almost anything in life and music's almost almost guaranteed to be associated with it so uh whether it's the the best times or the worst times you you not only have music to uh, help you remember those instances but help you get through them and uh it's it's something that brings a lot of people together good times bad times <clears throat> no we had our share but when it, it ultimately, like we're all we're all people trying to survive on this smoldering rock, shooting through space, unless you believe that we're living in a simulation. Who's that? <clears throat> but no no reaction from Howard. He's programmed. You he's, see that? He's in the pro zone right now. You see that? He's he's programmed to respond that way. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Like, got you good, sucker. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. That's just. Uh, I know, but 
It's a Howard reaction. It's vintage Howard. I love it. <laughs> if he only knew that we were vintage. recording the entire screen. Oh, no, vintage Howard no cell. Yep. Yeah. It's like Sting getting hit with a chair. He doesn't sell it. He just look turns around and looks at you funny. <laughs> oh. Yep. Well, I'm out. It's about time you're for out. Next drink, you poo. Howard, are you out? Uh, I could catch up. <laughs> What's your favorite ketchup, Howard? You have a favorite brand, or do you not care? Uh, you know, yeah, I what's don't, your favorite brand of the red? I, I don't really care. You know, there you go. <sighs> Welcome to the club. It, it, it's just ketchup. I mean, I will say, uh, had- sriracha ketchup, pretty good. <laughs> you pretty ever good. had like, uh, yeah, like uh, your own custom sauces where you add some hot sauce to it, or? Uh, I've I've seen Kraft. They uh, they've made their whatever chup, like mayo chup or <laughs> yeah, the mayo. Uh, it's it's uh, the blends, the uh, the custom blends that you tend to overpay for. But that's how they got the the fifty seven different flavors because they started mixing random shit in with the ketchup. Oh, the Heinz fifty seven. Yeah, Heinz fifty one. Heinz fifty two. <clears throat> Special delivery of what's know, on I, tap two, also sponsored by Howard. And before we get before you jump to that, talk about his sauce. Well, I wasn't going to talk about a sauce. I was going to talk about a story I uh, saw here the other day. Apparently, there's a TikToker who goes out and he makes these very elaborate fake products, and then <laughs> sneaks them into stores in hopes that people like will actually purchase them, thinking they're real products. And uh, the one that he did was he made a, a kind of a, one of those ketchup mayo things, but he did it with Monster. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't that. Oh, I did not do it. Damn it. But uh, I shouldn't have laughed. Sorry. But yeah, so he, he made, yeah, kind of a mayo ketchup with a, a Monster Energy drink and put that on the shelf for some poor soul who's unfortunately probably bought it thinking that it was a great idea. <laughs> See, the interesting thing is that rude boy got up to go look for it at the store because we all know that all Kyle's are, all Kyle's are obsessed with monster energy drink and punching holes in sheetrock. <laughs> he's not here to defend himself. So he, he's gone. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That would be interesting to see in a store. Yeah, I mean, it 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 he showed some of his other products and such. The, the monster one was the one that I just kind of remembered. I was just like, oh, but yeah, making a fake product like that, like down to the label, being as close and accurate as possible, and a barcode on it, and then yeah, just sneaking it into the stores and uh, putting it there, hoping some poor soul actually purchases it. It'd be interesting to see in the stores somebody who actually grabbed it to like, oh, this is, I'll try this, whatever, gets to the checkout and scans it. What happened? You know, do you end up getting to the point of the uh, price check on aisle three for a monster energy ketchup, uh, 12 ounce, you know, or, or does it actually scan as another? Catch a product, or yeah. Similar. He was, 
I think he was actually um, taking barcodes from real products. So if you <laughs> scanned it, then it actually would scan up as this mayo. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you pay $5 for some crappy ketchup. That... <laughs> I mean, it's I will your own fault. Yeah, I, I will say it did show in the video he uh, he tested the monster uh, ketchup stuff and he, he gagged pretty hard on it. So it, uh, yeah, at least, now, at least he's willing to take the bullet himself. <laughs> right. <clears throat> was it a just straight ketchup with some monster drink poured into it and mixed together or was there a little bit more to it? Yeah, and I actually think it was mayo. So I think it was like mayonnaise yeah. and monster and something else. But it had like a wasabi <laughs> green color to it. <laughs> Future Howard will, will try and find it and put a, a photo of it up uh, during this. But yeah, um, so it's kind of a wasabi green. So Well, thanks to Future Howard for attempting to find it or finding it. Rude Boy has not yet found the monster. And I think as he uh, approaches, are you are you disappointed you couldn't find the monster mayo? Uh, monster mayo. I, uh, if I'm going to sit down and want mayo with anything, I think monster might be the least flavor combo I'd want with it. I mean, earlier today at Duncan. They had mayo packets available. You could put yeah, those, them into those your are Dunkin'. For the sandwiches that they make. <laughs> you just squeeze squeeze a packet right into your yeah, iced yeah, coffee. Yeah, doing and... a little mayo float on top of your <laughs> Just sits frappe. there on the top. <laughs> yeah, smell that aluminum. Um, oh, this one's established now, too. Right now? Whenever you crack the can. I guess we're supposed to kind of roll them a little bit, really? just to, just to make sure we roll out the aluminium. Roll out the fashioned. It's an old roll new fashioned. Roll out the fashion mule. I caught up. Would Would you like me to use my uh, allocated table space to roll yours adequately for you? I can help you out. Oh, you got a you got dueling armchairs sure, over sure. here. Here you go, kidder. Here you go. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, <clears throat> right. Did, do we need a trophy for that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he, Sorry. Future Future Howard absolutely loves when I give out trophies. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew that because I, I remember I, I've given you a trophy on the show before. Well, I, also, my dog Sterling. Got correct. One too. Sterling has a trophy what around here say? somewhere. Sterling, Sterling's he's inside. Probably yeah. in his display case inside. <laughs> he's got, he's got it polished up. It's in yeah. its own, own little case inside. <clears throat> he was so excited when we came walking in the door. <gasps> Thank you for the award. <laughs> he he was, finally got it in person. He was, he was so happy to get his, his little tin cup. <laughs> All right, what's on tap? Times two again, uh, beerbluesbs.com. The website, click on buy us a beer, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a beer, it could be uh, a zapped bug, it could be one of these tasty beverages, it could be, I don't know, hard liquor, 
It could be that douchey motorcycle if three miles away that we can hear clear as day, <laughs> still going strong. Beerbluesbs.com, buy us a beer, and then in the comments section, you know, because we want to know your name, and then you can uh, leave a message as well if you want to give us a message. We'll read it on the uh, the show here. So, go ahead and uh, listen to them nat sounds right there uh this is again courtesy howie blues thank you jaco for this second round uh, continuing the basically the first round uh, into another premeditated can of alcoholic bliss this is a 10 proof according to the can only five percent alcohol per volume for uh, this one the last one as uh, we mentioned may mention was eight percent which yeah. howie as you were uh, showing off the can and stuff i uh looked at it and I, I did one of these to rude boy I'm like whoa gonna be a stiff drink mm -hmm. now let's see the authentic flavor of the 1941 Moscow Mule, even though this is the old-fashioned mule. Again, taking a look at the entire front of the can there in full crisp high definition. This is bourbon whiskey and orange bitters with natural ginger flavor of the mule. It's again pre-mixed. Rude Boy is enjoying it. The other tasting notes on here really uh, don't have anything aside from contains alcohol and that it is aluminum courtesy of the Ball Corporation, a proud sponsor of your Colorado Avalanche. There it is. I know it was a little bit uh, washed out in the look. Bottled by Mule 2.0, but their website's Mule 20. So they missed a few. All right. Howie Blues? 2.0.com. Point com. 2.com.com. <laughs> Point zero. <clears throat> They'll get you to some website or at least get malware on your computer. Don't click on that risky link. Mm. It's an interesting smell that it has. <clears throat> I say interesting because it's it does not smell like an old-fashioned. Well... When I, it's, it's, it's something that when you, you hear old fashioned, it's, uh, usually <laughs> dominated by. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's got to catch his breath. He's got the vapors. Old fashioned. I got the vapes. <laughs> yeah i was i was surprised when it when i said when it said old-fashioned mule says uh bourbon whiskey orange bitters and uh, natural ginger flavor and, and ginger is uh not uh, in an old-fashioned a very strong flavor um so as a ginger fan i do like it and when they say old-fashioned mule, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think this is just a different take on a uh, Moscow mule itself with uh, ingredients that are used in an old-fashioned. So that's maybe yeah. the, 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 the surprise that I have is the, the ginger still is a, a prominent taste, but you also have a not-so-much uh, lemon taste but a little more 
uh, well, what was the, the previous can said? <clears throat> it uh, it was just the, the Moscow Mule. Yep. So you got so your lime and your ginger beer, and so so more lime. Yeah. This one has a little more hints of the the bourbon, the orange, bitters, mm -hmm. but the ginger still and a shaky camera. The ginger still is uh, a main feature of the drink, which I, I do like. Mm. But I think people that pick it up thinking <clears throat> if they're traditional old-fashioned cocktail fans, mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah, I got to get this. They'll be very surprised to think that uh, it's uh, a very different taste than they, they might expect. You probably have the same reaction that I did when you, when you taste it. You get the... <laughs> <laughs> Not an old fashioned. That's no. That's, I mean, it, it is a uh, a mule centric beverage. Yeah. So it's definitely a mule first, with the extra hints and, of the bourbon and the orange, and and that's I think what the smell I was getting off of yeah. was the orange. Well, especially with it being a carbonated drink, it uh, you might not get the true orange or bourbon or bitter shining through whereas uh, mm -hmm. carbonation you're used to effervescence and uh, crisp taste and that's where the ginger really uh, takes takes hold so I, I do like it mm -hmm. I I definitely have another one to me uh, this one tastes almost too similar to the other one <clears throat> so the difference for me between the two isn't enough as yeah. in you know yeah. I, I, I don't know what an old-fashioned mule yeah being would being be, two different but, products and uh, having two different uh, labels even though the cans are fairly similar and yep. statured minus the the Moscow mule and old-fashioned mule um, I'd say that this one is, uh, I give it a four just because I, I like ginger myself. But when you, you first taste it, it's kind of a, a juxtaposition in a can because you're like, you, you want those other flavors to come through a little bit more than the ginger. Yeah. When you say old-fashioned, you think uh, slightly richer, uh, flavors and uh, notes that you're looking for in terms of the uh, whiskey or orange bitters, but you can tell that they're in there. They're just so overpowered by the yeah, ginger and yeah. the lime. So for me, it's not. There's, there's not so much lime in there. Yeah. I, I can tell that the 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 citrus has changed from uh, a traditional. Mule, but when you say old-fashioned mule, it's like you want you want a little more richness to it, and this one is still definitely dominated by the ginger taste. So they're both good, but this one's a little more of a surprise than I thought it'd be. For me, it's more of a question of is it trying to be like an old-fashioned mule? Is it an old-school mule, like an original recipe mule? Or is it trying to be a mule crossed with an old-fashioned? Yes. And those are two completely 
different things, right? Yeah. So for me, I almost think that it's the cross of the two. It's the combination, and obviously, it's a, a mule company. Ooh. You know, it, it says mule right on there, so you know, picking it up, it should be more like a mule taste versus a whiskey orange bitters and simple syrup or sugar cocktail yeah so uh, this one was more of a surprise than the other one was Mm -hmm. give it that what do you think how it's a decent meal have you tried it yet i think you guys have summed this up uh very well i did try it i like it actually um yeah it it's Especially after having drank the uh, the classic Moscow Mule first, uh, this just it's a nice it's a nice change. change. It, yeah, yeah, it it's it, it's enjoyable. I, I'm going to enjoy it. So, of course, I'm not as uh, much of a stickler on the whole uh, old fashioned <clears throat> as uh, my co-host is, you know. Um, but uh, what what you got something to say? Huh? Huh? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not. Yes, if if you want to make an old fashioned, then get ourselves you, you an deal old with fashioned. It and it's, there's there's some people that are traditionalists, and they <clears throat> they go by a certain recipe. They like a certain taste, and uh, that's just the way it is. But yeah, like like you said, it's a <clears throat> it's a good change of pace to the uh, uh, traditional lime aspect where the mm-hmm. uh, the old-fashioned is slightly different flavor but it still is true to its mutual uh, origins and I think that's that's what uh, I enjoy about this the most is that it is you know a basic mule but it, it tastes different like that yeah. and when I'll order a Moscow mule of some kind I typically will never order just a straight Moscow mule in its original form. Mm-hmm. I'll get a huckleberry mule or a raspberry mule or a tropical mule. So it's got the pineapple in it or yeah. something like that, where it's a modification of the original versus. Yeah. And again, j- just because you know how much I love a good old fashioned mm-hmm. <clears throat> When I order an old-fashioned, I expect an old-fashioned with this, 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 and this. Now, the bourbon or whiskey that can be put into it is really the biggest modification. The rest of it, I expect to be pretty much exactly the same. Sure. So if I get uh, bullet bourbon Mm -hmm. or bullet rye, two different flavor profiles there, or go out to... uh, the Canadian Club 12 year. That's a different profile of the flavor. Yeah. So, so you really get the the different tasting old fashions, and that's that's what I enjoy. But they have to be made correctly with yeah. no no freaking cherry in and there. It it kind of reminds me if you were to take a just a can of Coke and you and you crack it open and it has that distinctive taste. <sighs> And then you took uh, maybe just a eyedropper's worth of uh, <clears throat> cherry syrup instead of going to a cherry Coke, which, you know, has a distinct 
cherry flavor to it. You just put two or three drops of the cherry syrup into the Coke. I think this is that slight change without having to call this a cherry Coke. You just, and then it's kind of like, okay, this is uh, a different citrus family. Uh, <laughs> it's It's got... A little whiskey note in there, Double but in the family. Yeah. 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 so uh, it's it's not a huge change, but it's uh, it's definitely in the mule family. the The ginger definitely is the main flavor note, but you can tell that it is different, and it's good. I have to note uh, that when we were talking about the family, Sterling uh, popped up over there, and <laughs> and and his his ears are still perked up. He's he's a uh, he's a uh, over behind behind the camera, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, you talking about the family, huh?" Oh, yeah, yeah, the family, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, lawn lawn looks good, by the way, rude boy. Thank you. Good job on the lawn. Yeah, it's uh, pushing the old school blade cutter yourself yeah i uh i try to get to uh every at least every other if not every second or third cut to use the the real mower uh but sometimes the weather or my schedule doesn't cooperate and uh so but yeah at the beginning of last year just over a year ago i uh used the dethatcher and I think it's made a big difference in the the overall quality of the lawn. It's uh, definitely thicker overall. It's helped crowd out a uh, majority of the weeds, uh, at least in the lawn, on the borders, along the driveways or sidewalks. You get the occasional line or two, but that's I just attribute that to the the neighbors and and whatever. So it's not everybody can. Uh, give their time or I'm glad it's been decent. We haven't had uh, long dry spells or long heat uh, episodes so far. Um, but yeah, it's a labor of love and you do what you can and <clears throat> until it uh, I mean, it was something that we we've discussed on previous episodes that we've we've had plenty of practice with our uh the simulator lawnmower simulator so because <laughs> we're all in the simulation it's 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 paid dividends <laughs> i'd say it is what <laughs> shaking are you shaking your head at the lawnmowing simulator or <laughs> living in a simulator it's it's an investment <laughs> he doesn't even want to comment on it he's just <laughs> hmm <clears throat> Nothing. Give him the line. Give him the line. He's waiting for it. Give him the Sorry, line. I was, I'm working on uh, painting the bands on this barrel, and so now instead of being my sloppy self that I've been so far, it's kind of like I have to focus oh. a little bit here. So, Kyle's you know, got something and, to ask you. No, <laughs> he's got something no, to no, ask no. you. I, I just, I just enjoyed your. Your reaction, I had, I had no intention of tying in uh, the, the lawnmower simulator, which I know you're very fond of. So it's 
We're going to have to gift it to him for uh, Christmas or his birthday or both. Don't yeah. waste your money. <laughs> well, we'll give him the game for his birthday and then surprise, you get the DLC for Christmas. <laughs> you don't can go around Stonehenge. Don't don't waste your funds. Don't waste your funds. <laughs> I don't know. Be I, worth I don't have time, time for that. For this show. <laughs> <laughs> Until they come out with a multiplayer DLC or a modification for the, the thing. It's then we can team them all. Oh, there but, you go. But we can't because they don't have that. I think it'd be funny. Yeah. We we gift him the uh the the game and, and or the DLC. <laughs> and then Mark the date on the calendar, and then we have a constant ticker up in the corner. It's been X number of days since Howard was gifted the lawn mowing simulator yeah, or that, whatever. That or, or just the last time you've seen him live on Steam. But I yeah, mean, it's, Howard, I mean, it's 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 not easy making time for uh, the, sometimes the projects that you do and uh. <laughs> Fortunately, I had the the spare time this this past winter uh, to Not sharpen get... sharpen my skills at uh, virtual lawn mowing. And uh, <clears> they <throat> don't they don't have a dethatcher. They don't have. It, it would yeah. be interesting if they, they added the trimmer. So you oh, got yeah, that. There, there's the trimmer, but uh, no extra lawn care options other than go here, mow this, and you're done. I, I think find I, the lawn mowers. Them talking about developing the blowers, the, right? The blowers, but uh, I mean, that's a very small part. Of, <clears throat> yeah, that's just cleaning up the the mess you made. Yeah, so. that's like particle physics for the game. So yeah, I see that. You know, speaking of uh, Steam and the game and uh, seeing when he logs in, mm -hmm. it seems that I sent uh, a certain Howard Blues on the other end of this. If friend request a good six plus months ago. Hmm. Howard doesn't want to be my friend. <laughs> Does that mean you, you know can't get in game? Do, do you know the last time Howard was on Steam? <laughs> Apparently more than six months ago. <laughs> yep. There you go. Howard, Howard doesn't have time to game. Although, saying that, I've been playing... Um, Ghost Recon Wildlands a lot lately in the evening. Hey, you didn't so. call us? That game's actually multiplayer. <laughs> Wildlands? Wow. We would play that with you. Man, we that was... We that played was the probably, shit out of that game. Probably between four and two years ago, that was that was the game of choice. We uh, always... Until they started <clears throat> turning it into some hybrid Call of Duty... Alien Opus. Yeah, it was. It kind of felt like they were trying to do. Uh, uh, gosh, it was it was something weird, and and then what was the game that well, they was got the, the follow up to it? Well, Wildlands Two they came out with that was a stupid. No, no, spin no it, it wasn't Wildlands Two. It was uh, it was something else. It was the most recent. Uh, oh, are you talking about we we their played the extraction beta? game? No. That they made off of, I'd, I'd have to go look it up. But it, it was something that we tried the beta, and I, I let me uh, let oh me boy. let me go take a peek because I got I got to find out. Sure, because you know that I had the the uh, 
like alpha test almost mm-hmm. of the um it was it's called extraction but it's a spin-off of tom clancy's based on 50 dollars rainbow six siege uh, yes uh, thanks howard i was as i'm like partially looking at the screen of the the different uh, games here but so yeah siege was the game and they made extraction directly off siege so you use the same characters but this is about an alien invasion and extracting things from there to like save them and save the planet and <clears throat> i played two missions uh, and it's not like a mission storyline it's just a joke but the division are you talking about maybe no because the, the, the division was more of a like team mass based. massive multiplayer game it felt like <clears throat> yep it was a combination of uh online um mmorpg and, this, and a, rainbow, uh, rainbow six Looter rainbow shooter. six siege is is still a very popular game and i Mm-hmm. I remember we had our ups very our very few ups and very many downs playing that on the yep. Xbox. And uh, was it you know someone who's just snapped the disc in half multiple times? Yep. yep. That's that's the funny thing. Where uh, is this? <laughs> his uh, gamer tag for a while was Leroy Jenkins. Oh man, I miss and, the good Leroy <laughs> Jenkins meltdowns. And he. Because of the lag, because of the cheating, because of the way the game operated and their stupid programming, like garbage, he he would go on an epic rant. And I love this guy; he's hilarious. But uh, yeah, he he ejected the disc out of his Xbox and snapped the son of a bitch threw it in the garbage he he uninstalled the game and he was done with it i'm never playing that game again <laughs> it's a this stupid piece of shit game <clears throat> and then uh six months later he bought the digital download <laughs> so that he didn't have to get a disc and break it i will say i bought the ultimate like the top tier edition for 15 or 10 or 15 dollars mm-hmm. or something so I got the Ultimo edition, but not all of the extra downloadable content and the the season passes because they have all of these extra operators that you can purchase and mm-hmm. be part of and have. Oh man, that that's a good bug over there. How how is that game not on here? Is it not available on Steam? You had Siege, uh, right right well, at the top. Oh, this is. <clears throat> It was like a year seven welcome back yeah. edition. It's it, it wasn't yeah. Siege, oh. but it was it was the the game. It was supposed to be a a sequel or after the fact of Wildlands, and I remember playing the beta, and it was it was not good for me. But the thing with that was these, Wildlands too. Because it was nothing like the first game. They didn't make a Wildlands 2, though. They did. It was was a different name, though. I'm trying to remember the name. I I remember playing the beta for Wildlands 2, and they they stripped the game mechanics 
yeah. the first one that made it so fun to play. Let's see if I can find and, it. And uh, I really didn't didn't like it. Um, hey, your special recording is done. Nice. <laughs> Howard's gonna love getting that one. There was a Wildlands two, just for the record. There was. Yep. There was. Hmm. I I played the beta on it and I hated hated that game. They they changed the mechanics and the special features that uh, your Ghost operator. Recon Breakpoint. That was the one. Mm. That was the one that was terrible. And I think that was the Wildlands two. That was because it was made off the Wildlands. That was game. the sequel, but it was the official title was was the Breakpoint. Ghost Recon mm-hmm. Breakpoint. Yep. And I've heard mixed things about extraction. <laughs> that game is a it's pile just, of steaming oh, garbage. Well, <laughs> don't waste your money on They're, it. They've gone down the path. Don't even waste your time downloading it and wasting the space on your your device. If you got it for free, don't waste the space. <laughs> it don't waste the bandwidth. It's it's like uh, so it has the problems of siege mm-hmm. with the lag. And there's the cheating and the lobbies that don't backfill your team oh. if somebody drops out or gets disconnected. And then the, like the, the quote-unquote story, because mm. it's multiplayer, but the story is stupid. You fight these aliens, and they got the mystical powers, and they shoot the, the black goo in your face, and you, you whatever. You got these other alien fighting weapons to try and counteract and you put the mine and then whatever. So it's like you're going into the third or fourth edition (coughs) of the uh, Grand Theft Auto spinoff or the so-called carbon copy. What what was the... Saints Row. Saints Row, yeah. (laughs) Saints Row started out as a very good... One, uh, two, and three. Three was the start of the downfall. But it, it went from doing essentially the same thing of holding down the streets and having gang wars and very similar things to what happened in Grand Theft Auto, but with uh, a little more comical storyline to fighting aliens in space and... And the six-foot And It's it's essentially morphed into Grand Theft Auto Online uh, Saints Row Hybrid Edition, and that's... I don't know. Maybe I'm just too loyal to the Get off games. my lawn! Yeah, right. <laughs> the the best thing about it is, you know, GTA 6. Everybody's like, where's GTA 6? Like, bring us GTA 6. Hey, we just released this new online thing so you can spend more money for nothing because we already developed that. Our, our grandkids might, uh, might that be bu- able to play it. That bug was <laughs> singed. Whew. Yeah. Got the citronellas and way to get out the bug zapper because zapper. down down this far south, you know, we're practically in it, the bayou. It is <laughs> bugs <bad>. everywhere. <laughs> it is a perfect evening. Calm winds. It is great. Low to mid seventies. Looking at the official triple B weather radar right weather center. Sixty eight degrees. Boom. So close to being nice. Mm-hmm. It's almost nice. <laughs> yeah. If you pay the so, right price, it could be nice. 
So, Kidder, I was in uh, at Abercrombie today. That's where I was. Hey, are you trying to follow me? No, not quite. But, uh, I mean, they, they were having some real impressive uh, flooding. That's it's a bit moist. Over. Yeah. Where's Fitch? Oh, he's in the top of the tree. He's <laughs> staying out of the water. <clears throat> yeah, so you can see there's another photo. So took a couple of photos while I was out there this morning. But, yeah. Hmm. Site's not anywhere near being in danger, so that's always good. But it was always interesting to see the flooding and such. Has it, it been uh, major storms that have produced the uh, the extra water? Or just constant uh, good soaking rains. A lot of rainfall, yeah. but then also with uh, the way the the season warmed up mm -hmm. pretty quick, and then froze, but then it came up again pretty quick. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's still a lot of overland flooding. The false spring cycle. <laughs> yeah, and then a lot of rainfall. So the certain areas down by Abercrombie, for instance, <clears throat> they've had uh, around 15 inches of rain this spring. So there's all of that rainfall just overland that's flood, you know, yeah. contributing to the flooding, sure. and then the water itself from the river already uh, overflowing from the spring thaw. Mm -hmm. So. It, it is pretty uh, ridiculous from uh, the south to north. Here we go. We got ourselves the next beverage. <clears throat> it's time for what's on tap three. <laughs> Howard's like, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> Howard's not doing a third round. Howard's has got to, you know, be somewhat functional tomorrow. You got to have the steady hand for the paint. <laughs> Get my steady hand. He, he he. I know it didn't record it, but I was yeah. The um, the barrels back in the day weren't perfect either, so don't worry. He, he could uh, he could have a a third round, and it's just a water because this is yeah. essentially a water. Look, I mean, it's it's super clear, right? Sure. Super clear. Super clear. Forever clear. Forever clear. Yeah. <laughs> Howard's like, what are you talking about? Well. This What's on Tap is brought to you by Brother Nico. Thanks, Brother Nico. Let's turn it off to the side. This one, as we bring it up to the camera, yes, that is the Pabst Brew, Brew, Brew Ribbon. If I can get it into focus. Is it going to focus? It's trying to think about it, but but Rude Boy's in, in a better focus. There's there's a little uh, light. Huh? No? Oh my gosh. It's like your camera and my camera are related. <clears throat> All right. A good enough blurry photo there. This is the Pabst Blue Ribbon Whiskey, uh, the finest blue ribbon standard. The what is a blue ribbon standard? Um, the fake uh, wax seal on the side of it. Okay. The interesting thing, of course, look, it is clear so you can clearly see it <clears throat> here's the best thing it's been aged five seconds 
literally says that on the top corner. Aged five seconds. <clears throat> it's a mash bill. So it has 52% corn. I've aged more than five seconds since you started talking about it. I this. know. So <laughs> it's a good thing this is still in the in the jug here. 27% malted barley, 17% wheat, only 4% rye. So, so we'll they see. So pour it in one edge of the barrel and it just falls out the other and that calls it aged? Passes it through, yeah. Must, must be. It's a 40% alcohol per volume. This is an 80 proof beverage established in Milwaukee, 1844 the year. This Pabst Blue Ribbon. Before now. Before now. I know. What are we going to do? We've had two drinks from established now. <clears throat> uh, made from the nature's cho choicest. It says right there. Products that legend would have it. Legend I thought the cops were showing up theory. for a second. You have <laughs> lights in their backyard and everything here. Uh, Jacob Best used in 1844 to provide its smooth, complex flavor. And we have uh, 750 milli milliliters here. Again, uh, this one courtesy of Rude Boy Nico. Although you're the the rudest rude boy around, so mm. there's there is that. Uh, this was who's where, <laughs> who's where, <laughs> who's what. Why is on third? Uh, distilled and bottled, Pabst Brewing Company, Holland, Michigan, and then it gives a phone number. Well, you hear the sirens too, and the doors closing like they're going to come into the backyard and shut us down. <laughs> John Taffrey, you didn't have to call the police. <laughs> Shut we, it down. We would have invited you back here to have a beverage, too. Maybe that's what happens when you open a PBR. I don't know. Well, at least we have the uh, the PBR glass to enjoy it in. Yeah. I was I was trying to figure out what's on here, but it's the, uh, the basically the same as what's, what's down here. So, again, there you go. The blurred out, ooh, the blurred out face and everything. The the PBR whiskey. Mm. I better look at the the PBR can glass. This thing's nice. vintage enough. I got that uh, from Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, it was uh, was it probably nine ish years ago, and they had a deal Oof. where they would give you a PBR filled to that brim for two bucks. And I was like, this is a unique glass. And I'm like, am I able to bring this home at all? And she's like, let me talk to the manager. And <laughs> let me talk to so she manager. comes back about five minutes later and she's like, how's everything? And I follow up and I ask her, I'm like, is there any chance of me bringing that glass home? And she's like, it's all yours. We got plenty of them. So there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> it's interesting. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of PBR myself, but I was like, it's a it's like a can in, in itself here with the can and glass. You could probably fit a can in the glass. Yeah, it kind of looks like yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> right. Ching, ching, ching. But uh cheers to you. Cheers. Cheers to Brother Nico and uh to of course Howie Blues. Cheers to you and your barrels.
doing some washing right now. In case you're wondering. His barrels are aged more than ours are. Has a unique taste to it, that's for sure. I don't know if it was washed through the beer first and then got an earthy taste to it. Hmm. Got something to it. <laughs> I don't know. Howie Blues, uh, you would, uh, I don't know what you would think about this one to be, to be completely, completely honest with you. I don't, I don't know what you would, uh, in the tasting notes. I don't even know what to do with that. I, uh, when they, mm. when they, did they say they talked about corn as, as the ingredient towards uh, making the beer? Like a 60 or 52% corn in the mash. <laughs> Our uh, bartender for the evening just gave us the sour face after tasting it. Uh, whiskey and salt water. That's a good description. Whiskey and salt water. It's almost like I should have taken another sip a few seconds ago, but the more I let the, the taste linger, just... <laughs> Did you have to let it linger? Did you have I, to? I, I don't know if it would mix well with anything. Because the, the taste is... Might mix well with the grass. It's bizarre. I wish Brother Nico was here. It's not that bad. <laughs> I'm just <clears throat> well, he's a man of the corn anyway, so it's <clears throat> I mean it's something that it's peaty. He likes the peaty. Like the bourbons no, we, and, and we, things. We the can't pee. even compete this what? or co compare this to any uh, high quality peat, peat scotch. Peat and peat. <laughs> peat and peat. Peat and peat. But uh, I mean, it's even if you were to close your eyes and ask yourself, what drink is this? I would not call it whiskey. It's almost uh, Fermented leftovers. I yeah, it's uh, even Tito's is better. This well, well, Tito's is smooth, and the, and this is it, it's almost like I wonder if it would taste any better if you drank it at room temperature. And we have we have it on ice, just thinking that whiskey on 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 the rocks would would be tasty. Um, kind of kind of kills it. So I everything. <clears throat> It, Maybe I shouldn't give it to the grass because it might kill a section of your yard. Could be a. I don't, don't want to do that. Healthy alternative to Roundup, but. <laughs> I, where, where do you have some weeds? Let's see if this uh, works. I can find you. Where do you. No, I, I really just, don't. <laughs> we'll save this for <clears throat> the Super Giga Omega. Hi. Taste number Here, four I'll to do, get this taste out of our mouth. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I would think the water would help make it a little bit 
don't know, palatable? You, yeah, maybe if you watered it down a little bit. It's just a sample. Whiskey and a water. And it tries to open up the the um, the sensory of it, like with, with a couple of dashes of water. Oh, so you just ruined it. Oh, I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> something that it's, maybe it's it's uh, something that is better at room temperature. <laughs> it's almost like if you had a if you took a a dried piece of corn straight out of the field, ground it up. Maybe I'm more of a fan of the, the rye. I mean, it's it's stronger. It's not watered down, but at the same time, it still has that nasty aftertaste. There, it just gives you more alcohol for it, so it kills the. I'm getting more citronella than. <laughs> That's way worse. Yeah, well, like I, I mean, I, I opened the bottle last night. Just to take a smell of it. I didn't even taste it. And it was That's sus it was it was suspect at that time. Yeah. Like it I don't know if it needs some companion to mix with. Or if you find some recipe online to to see if you wanna enhance your PBR with <laughs> a PBR. <laughs> Maybe maybe it's not aged long enough. Maybe. I mean, five seconds. If if straight the whiskey has gone on longer than this whole barrel or bottle has been barreled and, yeah, so and, I, and distilled, there there isn't much that I that I can pour into a glass with an ice cube that I can say I I do not want this again. But it's it's this is it's almost up there. at that point. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling. Ooh feeling the same even the the pbr glass here is feeling a little uh, <laughs> starting to melt over the top it's like nope i've had enough of this put please. beer in me please i need kind of beer empty please. me please <laughs> <clears throat> but so i guess if i would have to do a one to five on that i'd give it a point five because it has some alcohol content yeah i i think you have to be a a big fan of a very original corn taste to to like this rubbing alcohol and cheap well there's no such thing as cheap gasoline now but i mean if you had to go with with like gas the gas smell on your hands and rubbing alcohol that's that's probably about where where we're at you might be able to I'll make some Molotovs or start a fire with it. <laughs> hey, there was a fire back there. What, what a, it's still it? smoldering. We yeah, could go try and reignite yeah. it. It was it was left yeah, for the shrinks. universe to to take care of. Yeah, it's it's worth a try because it's. I mean, you're you're naturally cur <clears throat> curious with uh, something being. I I'm not very familiar with a clear or lightly aged whiskey myself but, yeah uh yeah what were your thoughts on the uh the do earlier well 
so Howard, uh, unfortunately, we did a what's on tap before the show a couple no. hours, <laughs> and it wasn't a sacrificial. It, oh, it was. Yeah, I would give it more stars than that PBR whiskey. Well, I mean, this would almost be a sacrificial. <laughs> like you need to get your blood alcohol content yeah. to a minimum of point zero 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 three, and then you could have a few sips of this, and then hate your life. But <laughs> we we did the uh, happen to find at the uh, store the Mountain Dew Hard, and it has the regular. The Baja Blast and the what was there's, the other one? There's a watermelon and black cherry. Watermelon, black cherry. Okay, so there's four flavors. We did the uh, the straight up regular Mountain Dew hard and poured it into a, a, a glass such as this. I guess we had uh, the ice with it too. Yeah, or, it was, yeah, it was, it was still chilling at the time, so but, it was. What I would explain it to be or describe it as would be a, a flat Mountain Dew, kind of like a with the, the malt flavor, right? A, a little bit of that uh, the malt beverage flavor that you would expect <laughs> from any of the malt beverages. So, want to try a different flavor? The or save it for another time. I <laughs> to let save. that. Might have to save it for next week. A, I mean, a this palate cleanser or something. The, my lord, if I try and drink something else, alcohol. Oh, something, something not alcohol. <laughs> it can be water. It can be a coke oh. or a smoke. If you get something else combined with this, and I might end up sailing to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, the the uh, best way to describe the hard Mountain Dew is. If you had a 20-ounce bottle and you let it go mostly flat and then drank it, and it had alcohol content, the the taste of Mountain Dew was there, and it yeah, wasn't it was... overly terrible, but I agree with your sentiment yeah. of <clears throat> it would be better to get a can of regular non-alcoholic Mountain Dew or any of the Mountain Dew flavors that you would like, whether it's the Baja Blast or we brought a case of the Frostbite, mm -hmm. which is not too bad. Yeah, I like the Frostbite. And then, I don't even yeah. want to say add this No, to no, 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 no. <laughs> don't. Just leave that. <laughs> just leave just, that there. We'll, if you we'll added some, some clear vodka. rum or vodka... Uh, it would pair a lot better than just throwing 5% malt uh, alcohol into it and calling. Because the thing is that it says there's zero added sugar. So it's if you're not a fan of diet sodas to begin with, you're, you're starting out with... Because uh, basically the, the sugar and the alcohol is what adds the sugar to the drink. So no added sugar... Uh, to a diet do, and then you add just the the malt flavor. Uh, it's it's okay. I mean, I, like I I told Mark earlier, okay. it's it's something that uh, it's almost kind of like a appetizer of a drink. Like you, you can <laughs> sacrificial you can, you, is Howard. <laughs> I, I, would, I would say it's it's good if you were to 
split the can amongst two people and say, all right, this is, it's a hot afternoon. The teaser. It's, it's a teaser. It, it gets your, your taste buds going. But I would say that just the, at least the original do flavor. Uh, the other flavors I liked uh, when I tried it before, it was a little more enjoyable just because it was different from the original do taste. Um, but I think like, like what I said in the previous episode, it's something that um, you just make it, make your own mix instead of trying to make a a malt <laughs> by the overpriced version mix of the yeah it's even though it's the legitimate Mountain Dew flavor, oh, just make your own. You, you never know until you try. So mm-hmm. we and try it's good and content for this show. Yeah. The the other thing that I would say is it, almost it, having that mix from the can right you put it in the glass mm-hmm. and then add soda water so then there's a some bubbly oh, nature yeah. to it's, it it's maybe something that you might be able to take the hard do and and add something to it uh whether it be <laughs> quality something not pbr whiskey but uh something that might, might pair well uh with a uh, citrusy Mountain mm. Dew flavor to try and bump that uh, flavor that profile. <clears throat> I really don't even want to throw this out onto your lawn because I don't know what it'll do to your grass. Like, uh, I- I'm that concerned about it. <laughs> you know, normally I'd be like, eh, whatever, we can uh, give a little free moisture to a patch of the lawn, but uh, yeah. I feel that if we tossed this bit, whew, toss this bit out into the uh, great beyond that tomorrow we would wake up with a, a foot by foot square <laughs> of dead patch. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it actually uh, catches on fire if he took a match <clears throat> to it. Maybe, maybe that'll be a science experiment for the next episode. We could. You know, we could just leave this on and then go over to uh, the unattended flame over there and, mm-hmm. and just give it the old NASCAR <laughs> and see if, it, see if it ignites or something. Yeah. How does that sound to you, Howard? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much editing. Yep. The man's hard at paint. He's, he's hard at paint. Hard! Wow. I just finished washing everything, so now it's the sit and wait, so all my stuff is drying and yeah. Maybe we can age the PBR in that barrel. Yeah. It's about as much as I want to drink of it. (laughs) Had some apples turn out pretty well. Was, you better uh, be careful of showing off that, that apple cart and fruit stand because there's going to be a police chase rolling through there any minute. Yeah, <laughs> like the so. classic classic video or movie scene of a police chase and it ends up going through some kind of a, a fruit cart. <sighs> yeah. Well, once the wash dries, it's just putting the varnish on and these pieces are done. So I was really hoping when I said that that there'd be some kind of a uh, 
siren of a, a <laughs> responding emergency vehicle somewhere going. But alas, the universe did not help us out in this instant. Must be a quiet night. Easy with the Q word. <laughs> it's going to get stupid real quick. <laughs> and on the promise Everybody. of that, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while. It's probably time we wrap this up with some cheap plugs. It's interesting. We didn't even get to talk about sushi. No, we didn't. The sushi assortment tonight at Sakari was phenomenal. That was. We got to throw out the Sakari name, and uh, if you happen to be rolling through the Iowa way, you uh, you need to help yourself to a Sakari. And if it happens to the, be the top shelf sushi platter, it it was amazing. It had the following. Oh, you want me to read it? It had the. <clears throat> The uh, dynamite crab roll, the shrimp tempura roll, the beef roll up, the firecracker, chili chicken, the Bruce Lee, crab rangoon, Godzilla, the Incredible Hulk, and Loa Surf and Turf. There were 80 pieces, and it claims to serve 10 to 12. And the four of us demolished that. Oh my god, it was so good. It was just right. I, I even got uh, some some pieces of sushi on the, the side of the salmon sushi and the tuna sushi, just of having the base profile. Oh, so good. And then we had, uh, you and I both had two of the uh, not the Kieran, but uh, what yeah, we had Kieran. Were they uh, the Kieran the beers? Kieran beers and Akiri Kieran, right? Is that what they are? Uh, Something like they're the Kieran uh, Japanese beers. Mm -hmm. We had the two of those on the draft this evening, and uh, those were very, very tasty as well. So if you're uh, rolling through the Des Moines, Iowa's ways. Make sure you you stop by Sakari, and uh, no, they didn't they didn't sponsor us. What we did miss on the sponsorships is the drinking partner. Oh yeah, the the old drinking buddy. So while Kyle, rude boy Kyle, goes and and gets those, just gonna tell you about a few things. Of course, our website, beerbluesbs.com. That's our home in cyberspace where you can find our uh, episodes, you can find our merch store, and you can find all of uh, everything else, beer, blues, and BS, like buying us a beer or perhaps a round of regular beverages. And then uh, on top of that, our Facebook page, our social medias, they're all available at beerbluesbs.com. Please visit there as we take a quick pause to recognize our sponsor of this episode, the old drinking partner. Here is the drinking partner. Look at this guy. Just, just put her put her anyway. So oh, yeah. so this this awesome device for a full disclosure, Rude Boy Kyle's family members yeah. 
have quite the brain on them because you're sitting out there on the lawn enjoying a cold beverage and you're like, I don't want to hold on to this thing because it's going to get warm. Where do I put it? Well, how about I put it into a cup that sits next to me? Yeah, it's this, this awesome invention right here. It has a nice stand on it, which you see here in multiple yeah. colors. The stand is uh, extruded aluminum. Uh, itself is uh, probably about three quarters of an inch diameter. Uh, on the inside of the stand itself uh, has three ridges going along each of this, so it would be almost impossible to bend this with human hands. Um, the top itself is uh, strong, tough PVC plastic, and it's secured to the post with a uh, strong uh, anodized aluminum screw in the bottom. So uh, the other option is screwed. to uh, put it on almost any surface anywhere inside the house. You can use a uh, flat wooden base that's sanded painted white or left at natural finish for your choice. Um, another option is it also comes with a stake, uh, stainless steel, that goes into uh, your lawn or any soft surface. You use it at the beach. So they're awesome. Yeah. They're great, especially if you have a lawn chair or whatnot, and uh, you don't want to use the flimsy cup holder that's in your uh, temporary chair. Those will actually hold your beverage and not let it spill because they're they're there and ready to go. And uh, again, the uh, the old drinking partner right here, and uh, the website happens to be drinkingpartner.com. Yeah, look at that! It even fits this big old glass straight up into the drinking partner. Oh, yeah, and we've been using. These the past uh, however many years I've been coming down to your place mm -hmm. here the the, yeah, they're, they're the great Casa for, de Kyle great for tailgates great for backyard games even uh, indoor indoors. using it last night watching the Avalanche game yeah. as they pounded the Oilers for nothing woo love it so drinkingpartner.com is there a, a special code to use on the the website um. for for our beer blues and BS viewers or listeners, no, no special code. But if uh, if you guys get a hold of us through uh, the beers blues BS website, if you want uh, um, any special color uh, that's on the website, uh, we'll be able to arrange something for you in terms of a deal, in terms of uh, multiple drinking partners, or if you want the base uh, plus the uh, drinking partner itself, uh, we'd probably get you a, a little discount off the website price. So, yeah. And for those people looking or listening to us right now, what sort of monetary value are we looking at for one of them, their tasty units to help us enjoy the Outback? I think uh, if if you were to say... Uh, including the base and the drinking partner, we'd probably go about $20 uh, plus shipping. So uh, it's something that that's uh, a family-owned business, and um, we have uh, limited stock of different colors, but if you shoot us a message, we'd be able to pass it along to the people that know 
what colors are available the most and go from there um and be able to set you up so not as easy as point click online order but we'd be able to point you in the right direction and uh uh, know that you're supporting the show and also uh, a family business. So thank you. Love it. So again, uh, beerbluesbs.com and shoot us a message at uh, our Facebook page, beerbluesbs.com for the Facebook link or search on Facebook for Beer Blues NBS. Ask about the drinking partner or just visit their website, drinking partner dot com search it on the uh, old interwebs and find the awesome device that you just saw on our camera so listen to us everywhere and anywhere because we are all over the place from the google podcast apple podcast iHeartRadio, pandora imdb tuner fm stitcher I mean, we're all over the place just on your favorite audio or video service Search Beer Blues and BS because, well, we're probably on there. If you would, click either the thumbs up, the subscribe, and uh, be part of the show that way. But then if you uh, would kindly do so, click the share button and share it with your friends because sharing is caring. That's right. Making it happen for all of your friends because they're probably – not only awesome people, but also want to hear on uh, what's happening on the, this show and be part of the show as well. So from the on-location Casa de Kyle, this beautiful view here, the big old tree and the lights and everything, the, the sounds of Des Moines, <laughs> the sirens and the douchey motorcycles. Uh, thanks for joining us for this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Rude Boy Kyle. Thanks for hosting the show. Yeah, thank Th- you guys. Thanks for the uh, the drinking partner. Mm-hmm. Thanks for getting us going with another episode and uh, getting this all set up here and yeah. ready to roll. So it was an awesome show for uh, Rude Boy Kyle, for Sterling over in the the foreground, and for my brother on the other side of this mother thing. He's Howard Blues. I am the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining all of us here on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Remember that there is free beer tomorrow. Always keep your glass at least half full, unless it's, I guess, this uh, PBR whiskey. (laughs) And we'll catch you on down the old dusty Tuscan Highway. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you on the next edition of Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain.
You got the old fashioned up first there, Howie Blues. I was going to go with the classic first, but. Oh, my God. We're already off the rails. We haven't even. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> do it live. There's going to be a lot of beeping in this episode. <laughs> Basically, anytime this shot is up, just put a bleep over it. Nobody needs to hear what we're saying. <laughs> so this one. I I told you I got the I got the classic. That's what I got. So do you want us to change it yes. out? Oh no, this is so the old get, this is the old fashioned. The you, oh my you, God. I thought we were you told us to do okay, these first. I thought it was the old fashioned. Now we're off the rails. We haven't even started. Rue boy's up. He's he's got it. He's on both feet. He's going. We haven't said action. We haven't done the <laughs> Charismatic. Howard hasn't intro. said his quips. <laughs> that's because you haven't been letting me like speak in like two minutes. <laughs> no, it's impossible. Kyle's got that. a lot to say. <laughs> me? You got something to say? That's something to say. I, I'm just waiting to see if it comes around to you explaining who the acclaimed and the ass boys are for a third time because you've already done it twice. No, <laughs> so, no. that's all you need is two times. <laughs> who are the Scissor Boys? Let's dive deeper into that. <laughs>